This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome once again to another Match Day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. Oh, I'm Paul and guess who I'm joined by today? James? No, Andy. Aye, 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 aye. Today we're going to be discussing our away fixture with Brighton. Coming up, we'll discuss the head-to-head record, the team lineup, give our predictions for the game, and then afterwards we'll get together and have a good old chin wag. How are you doing, mate? Well, we're going to be together because we're sat in the gazebo again, and we've got the roadcaster on the go this time. It's like a proper legit podcast for the first time in Donkeys, isn't it? Oh yeah, we've got all the gear and still no idea. <laughs> Leads that. So today's fixture, the head-to-head record, we have won 18, drawn 11 and lost 17. Uh, The last time that we beat them was in March 2017. We won 2-0 with a Chris Wood double. We were fourth, they were second. They were up by that point, weren't they? No, but they've... It was. Oh, that's the year we fell apart in it under Gary Monk. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, But still in our squad from that day, Liam Cooper, Pablo and Stuart Dallas. Luke Aylin... Where he evidently wasn't in the squad because I did the research. Did you? Anyway, <laughs> as I mentioned last time we played Brighton, they had a young Ben White on the bench that day. Ugh. So I don't know the team, but you do. I do, yeah. It's Leeds versus Brighton. Perfect. Next. But interestingly, two players have come into the team from last time out. Hazard a guess. Go on. Rodrigo. <laughs> oh, dear. That's just, I'm saying who I want to come into the team. You look really happy. No, I'm just... I don't think oh. I'll guess it. I don't think I'll get it right. Uh, Rafinha. Nope. I knew he was injured, but I'm just... Okay. You ready? So I'll just tell you? Yes, tell me. Mateus Click has come in for, I'm guessing, Helder Costa. Helder Costa's not playing. Right. Calvin Phillips isn't playing. Oh, how come? Don't know. No social media, is there? But Robin Cock is in. Okay. He's in the holding role. Interesting. Interesting. Well... We'll have to see how that all pans out. How, how do you feel about those changes? I just don't know who's going to be playing on the wing, I don't think. I'm guessing Dallas goes onto the wing and it's Click and Tyro in the middle. Yeah, that makes sense. Stuart Dallas will do a job anyway, won't he? Oh, everywhere, mate. He's like flipping the greatest of all time. The goat, the Cookstown Cafu, the, the, the man, the myth. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, how are you feeling about today's game? I feel like we owe them one. Standard. Because we haven't had the best record against them down the years. Um, in recent times, it feels like like that anyway. Um, Marcelo Bielsa was very generous about them in his comments before, saying that their league position doesn't um, befit the way that they play the he game. Says that about, he said that about Sheffield United, mate, and they're rock bottom. Flipping heck. So you're saying 
Marcelo doesn't know his... Uh, no, I'm saying he's just a decent dude, isn't he? He's just not a dickhead. <laughs> so he's just very polite, and yeah. we don't. And he does press conferences, but we don't actually know what he thinks. Yeah, do you know what? He, he might be just giving it big licks and telling everyone all sorts, and then his little mate's telling him uh, <laughs> whatever he wants to say. Well, they've got five centre-backs playing, apparently, and they are also sorry, going through their forum. They're uh, delighted... That leads out of the best two players, Phillips and Rafinha. Are they our best two players? Are Phillips and Rafinha our best players? Um, yeah, probably. I'll go with that. It's, it's difficult because how do you define a best player when your team is very much a team? We have standout performers who can make the difference, like Rafinha, because he can do anything. But, I mean, we've been saying it all season, Stuart Dallas is our player of the year so far, isn't he? He's the first name on the team sheet for me. Yeah, and wherever he's needed. Yeah, Melier's class. Phillips is obviously class. He's playing for England now, and he's absolutely bossing. We've we've got a team. We don't necessarily have anybody who's better than others, and apart that aren't in the starting eighteen. If you want, if you like, apart from on the sticks, because we've got no keeper really for if Melier gets knackered. Here's a bit of a Leeds that kind of situation. Neil Morpé scored like twenty goals in twenty games against Leeds. Yeah, so basically they're gutted that Morpé's playing because he's. They don't like him play two games in a row or he's knackered or hasn't scored. And someone said, Motope always scores against Leeds. He's their bogey player. I'd be surprised if he doesn't today, whilst admitting that it'll probably be his last goal of the season. Yeah, he always scores against us, doesn't he? He's a weapon. And It's tricky because he's he's one of these players that I don't rate, but he just bags. Do you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Craig Bellamy a little bit in his style of play and the fact he's a bit of a prick. (laughs) No. Well, I was quite deflated after that one nil defeat to them earlier in the season because I didn't. Just think let me it quantify was... that. So, just called Craig Bellamy a prick. I don't mean that about his character. I mean just that he likes winding people up. Oh right, I thought you meant about his character, which seemed reasonable. <laughs> he's as in a lot of people have that opinion about Craig Bellamy, don't they? Yeah, but that's because he's a wind-up merchant on the pitch, and I like that. So the ref today, thanks always to Joe Bedford. Bloody love you, Joe. Is. Manchester-born ref Chris Kavanagh. The last time he refed us was our 1-3 away win at Leicester in January. Before that was our 1-0 away win at Everton and the 4-1 loss to Crystal Palace. So basically, that Palace game, didn't he? Yeah, that, but it looks like he's paid his back a bit since then. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that? Maybe he's due a dodgy one again today. Referee will be Jared Gillett, the VAR referee, the video assistant referee. It's funny now that we look at that ahead of looking at who the liners, etc. He sounds harmless, doesn't he? Jared Gillet. Gillet. See what I did there? I made a coat joke. Didn't get the love it deserved. Armless. Ah, right, yeah. Fair play. Fair play. I'm still digging. I'm still going to get there. So Brighton is seven points clear of the relegation zone. Only Fulham could theoretically catch them, really, because West Brom lose today and they're actually relegated. So do you think they'll be still looking over the shoulder? Do you think they're fussed? Or is it they've got another one of those, uh, they've got secured their place for next season uh, and all's good? I think they'll still be having a little peek over the shoulder, especially if we smash them today. I think they'll be a bit worried, but I think Fulham got Chelsea later. Oh, do they? Yeah, which is a local derby, I think, isn't it? So you never know, and Chelsea have got a big... A big game coming up in where you can't in Champions League. Is it Champions League they're still in? I always get confused. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah, they were, yeah, they uh, they were drawing one all with Real Madrid. At yeah, so that. they'll probably have one eye on that. But we're local derby. You can never know, can you? So, um, so yeah, I think that I think they'd be right to check in on it. Keep, so keep, keep a head on it. 
So social media believe that uh, Calvin Phillips picked up a knock in the last game, which is why he's not playing. I thought social media was banned at the minute. Oh, to be fair, I also read something about, well, no, social media meaning fans. Fans. So people on social media believe that, but I do remember something in the week about uh, Patrick Bamford saying how black and blue Calvin Phillips was from being kicked a lot in that last game against them lot. Yeah, he had an absolute stormer, didn't he? I watched, was I watched it back after we were bitching about it and he was unbelievable, wasn't he? I probably should have given him man of the match, but I didn't. Anyway. Someone at my workplace said, Leeds are so boring. I was like, oh, clearly the first time you've watched Leeds. You need to get a new job. Having said that, I've just started a new job and uh, randomly, one of my bosses is a Brighton fan. Really? Yeah, a Leeds-based Brighton fan. I didn't know they existed. A Leeds-based Brighton fan? Yeah, interesting that, isn't it? I think we knew a couple of Brighton-based Leeds fans. Anyways, predictions for today, Andy. Uh, in my, I think it's going to be one all, but on the other hand, I've had a beer now and I think we're going to win. <laughs> so your beer hand thinks it's going to be... It's 3-0 to Leeds. <laughs> but my head thinks one all. Like, Morpé is going to score, in here, as we touched on. Bamford's desperately due a goal and he's been playing well. If he gets some service today from the right from Stuart Dallas, then he might, might have a sniff, might he? So, uh, yeah, bollocks 3-0. What are you saying? I'm going for 2-1 leads, and I hope it's uh, two Ben White own goals. And a more Where he just turns around, smashes it into their goal, and then rips his shirt off to reveal a lead shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like a kind of wrestling-style moment. Uh, oh, God. I've watched way too much wrestling. And what's your word then? Well, before I get onto his word, I just need to give a quick shout to our good mate Matthew Pearson. Spud? Ah, oh, mate, Spud, yeah, the uh, the leads of that talent scout who gets us all as uh, big profile named interviews. Spud's become a father for the second time and he's brought a little leads lad into crew, so uh, big up, Teddy. Welcome to the world. Fair play. Congratulations, Spud and the familia. So my word going into that is... Oh, bollocks, what's my word? Have you got one ready? A word? Yeah. No one's got any words today. Amex. You need some new, like, credit cards and that? No, I I just need reminding that I cancelled my Amex, but I think the Euro 2020 people have refunded some game tickets today, so I need, please remind me. Have you got an Amex? I had an Amex. Are you a baller? It was a, something to do with reward points. But also, we're playing at the Amex, and it's about time we got a, an absolutely mahoosive result there. Yeah, but mainly, please remind me to check for money. Yeah, money's good, isn't it? Um, my word is Europe, because I still think. Oh. <laughs> I, st- I, still think I still think it's on like Donkey Kong if we can uh, get a few more wins. No one gave us a prayer in the last few games. It'd be very Leeds that to go and uh, have a stinker against Brighton after being un- unbeaten against those three, four, three, Chelsea nil nil, Scum nil nil. Man City beat them 2-1, Liverpool one all. yeah. We've done pretty good. So yeah, it'd be very much leads that to have a stinker today, but if we do all right, results go our way. By the time we're playing Spurs, it could be for uh, a big, important game to try to get into Europe. So I'm going Europe. Europe. You're a plonker, and we'll see if you're right by the end of the game. See you after this.
Right, well, we're back, and uh, yeah, that wasn't good, was it? 2 0 to Brighton, it's finished on a poor afternoon for Leeds United. What even poor? We just didn't get going. Only good thing we've got going for us is that we've got James with us. I wish I hadn't watched it. Shite, wasn't it? It was awful. One thing I noted from listening to last week's podcast, I thought you were both harsh about Man United game. I thought we played. I thought it was a good game. Like, you know, there was a good person. There was good personal battles all over the field. But today, that was a poor game. We're on to the next one. This was shy. Ignore that one. So, um, where exactly did it go wrong today? We didn't seem to get a hold of anything anywhere on the park. Every attack just fell to nothing. It, was, it ended in some like bad pass in the final third all the time. Just no one seemed to get hold of it for us. I don't know whether we missed Calvin uh, a lot. There were some stats on there saying that we we lose an awful lot of games when he doesn't play. So that could have added to it. But equally, it was just all over that we just weren't ourselves. And we saw Marcelo Bielsa getting really frustrated today. Uh, he was shouting when he wanted a penalty. He was smacking chairs when they scored the second goal. Why haven't we seen him like that before? What was different today? Today was just one of them awful bloody games. And sadly, they've both come against Brighton. The Both Brighton games, in my book, are the worst games of the season for me. I can't remember worse performances than them two games. Burnley at home, which we won 1-0, granted, but that was crap. Other than that, these two games have been horrible. <laughs> There's nothing more to say about it. Horrible. We've kept them up, really. If you look at it, if they stay up now, it's probably due to us because we've taken six points off Fulham, who gave us two decent games. We've given away six points against Brighton and we've just laid down and been not even been beaten good because they weren't good. They were, that isn't the way to nick Ben White off them, is it? Oh, By keeping him up. And you know, we don't, oh, I was thinking, do we need him? Do we need him? Because we're looking so good at back and then Strike does something dumb, but everyone does something dumb. Ben White's done dumb stuff and got sent off. The problem we've got So, I've seen people say, how on earth is that a penalty? And I've seen other people say... No squad depth. 100% nailed on penalty. Um, it's a tough one. He's kind of won the ball. And then he's... Starting 11's great. Down. Other than that, you, you're struggling. Are you kidding? Rodrigo on the bench? What's he done today? Nothing but what did anyone do? I don't think exactly. bringing Rodrigo if, on addressed look, the problem. If you look at the starting 11, your first starting were bang on. You're starting 18 all fit or all right once you've got your first 11 on starting doing 18. well. <laughs> well, you're, yeah, you're starting 18, you, 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 your I team. What you mean. And your substitutes. Yeah, they're all all right. And then, because you start 11 do well and you accompany them. Help me out. Yeah, that's you, fine. Yeah, you accompany them with some. Paul, you're going to say, Rodrigo, wrong decision to come on. Yeah, just. I think maybe right decision, but wrong player to take off. The. the, the we weren't addressing the situation was that the f- person up top was isolated and he came on and, and remained isolated. There was nothing connecting the two. And I'm not somebody who isolates players and has a massive go at them. But in the broad scheme of games where people have criticised Tyler Roberts, and I understand why people may see that today because he didn't have one of his better performances. And did it. I don't think many people came out of it with credit, but today there wasn't a... He wasn't picking up the ball and, and wasn't making any passes into areas that were threatening. 
you made a comment at halftime, Paul, that you thought Pablo should come on and we did see him today, which was nice, but it was too late. And it's the problem is that you didn't get the ball to Pablo when he came on. Like you say, Rodrigo should be coming on. Wait, sneeze. <coughs> COVID. Pablo should be coming on to get the ball straight to his feet and giving it to him. The whole midfield today is completely invisible. No one's done anything really to warrant anybody in the final third getting anything. You've said it a few times, Jim. Every single ball from a corner is it in the first man. They're like nine foot tall, all of them. Do something different. They are all nine foot tall, but equally, there must be some stout there. Someone tell us that we hit the first man at far too much on corners. Yeah, but then did you see what we did? We started sticking it to the back post to Ian Pervader. <laughs> nine foot ten, Dan Byrne versus four foot two, Ian Pervader, and it's just guff, isn't it? it it's unbelievable. I think there's your answer as to why Marcelo Bielsa was frustrated anyway. Well, Even Playing through channels, there was no playing through the channels. Everyone's saying, oh, we've missed Phillips and Cox been guff. I wouldn't say that because they've not really laid a glove on us. Their, their second goal was brilliant. The turn is fantastic, but there's confusion at the back from us. Obviously, it's brilliant from the moment in which he's taken his touch, turn and, and scored. However, utterly, entirely preventable. Um wouldn't have made a difference, would it? Because I said after the, in the 55th minute that it felt like one of those days where we weren't going to score until Christmas because we weren't creating anything and nothing really was changing that. The substitution didn't change that. But I don't, I don't want to sit and be negative for the entire time. It's very difficult to find any positives from this game. So let's put it into the context of the season. You know Marcelo Bielsa is going to pull that apart and look for ways to improve. Um we're going to look to pick up as many points as possible in these last few fixtures. We know we're safe. We're not on the beach. I think we've we've come out and just it just hasn't clicked today for whatever reason. And that might be part of the reason, uh, Mr. Click. Um, but we've had a great season. These are the games next year that we just have to reflect that we can't drop uh, six points against each of West Ham, Wolverhampton and Brighton and expect to progress from where we're at this year because the points we have picked up, we're going to need to pick up again and then some. And these are the areas where we need to improve next season. How do we improve? Obviously, we need to make some signings that accentuate the team uh, and don't don't sort of puncture any momentum as well because there's always the risk of signing like the wrong players. I mean, our strategy seems to be good at the moment and we're not upsetting any existing players by signing, you know, how do you say it, like... Billy Big Times Yeah exactly And I think if we can get A handful of players Left back obviously Need to sort And Gianni's Gianni's going And he's is, is as good as gone He's got two months left He's not signing a new deal Is he And so we're going to get A left back But What else What is it, What else is it That we need That can sort of Help us in these situations We need a stronger transition From defence to midfield Because When someone's mopping up like Calvin's really good at the whole transition from there today we've proven that we're poor Rodrigo when we signed him we're all getting absolutely mad for it going oh yeah it's like flipping Getafe signing Harry Kane we've got Spain's number nine where Leeds coming up from the championship he's done now he's done nothing and is that a criticism has he done anything that's what, not this season? Yeah, that's not necessarily criticism. Got us a point against wrong, Manchester City. But that's been played in the wrong position, isn't it? Like, well, the, the one at Man City wasn't. But it's other been, than that, it's been like 
I feel really sorry. What the bloody hell are we doing? What are we doing? Was it a rhetorical question or did you want us to answer it? <laughs> just, just leave it there. I finished. Point might drop. I think Rodrigo's had. I think all four as of a them number had, ten. Yeah, but I not think, as a striker. You've signed. You've signed Spain's. You've signed Spain's number nine. Let him speak. Let him speak. I think that all four of them at different points. Obviously, Rafinha the least, but all four of them have had frustrating seasons and haven't had the season that they would have wanted. So yeah, Rafinha probably has, but now he's out, which is which is really tough to take because there's a, an example of our creative spark um, where you know something in a game is definitely going to happen. I can hand on heart say that with Rafinha. You, you can't definitely say it for Jack Harrison. It happens more often than not, but there are still games where Jack Harrison isn't as consistent. Um, then look at Cock, Lorente and, and Rodrigo, and they just haven't had the seasons they wanted. Let's hope that across these last four games, they're able to build a little bit of that momentum and, and take it into next year. But where's the passion and the drive for that from them? From who? What, for being injured? No, from the, Rodrigo, yeah. If he's Spain's starting striker at the start of the season, right? He's running around like a blue-ass fly today, not getting anything given to him. We've gone down a cul-de-sac because I don't have a clue what you want me to say. <laughs> but also as well... Bamford didn't get the ball either, so what, what's the difference? So that's nothing. That's not. A, that's nothing on Rodrigo individually. That's the team not being able to give anything decent to a player in that position. But when you're spunking thirty million quid, oh god! Yeah, um, go on then. But I don't know what your point is. Like you could put that guy in front of any team. Exactly. That that's my like point. That. So that's my point. Is that no one's getting him the ball. So what's the point in having a Rolls Royce if you've got flipping... I think you're overly worked up about this because it was a bad performance that we need to tweak for next year. I know, yeah, I'm just... I don't like losing. What's your word? What about man of the match? We haven't even picked one of them. <laughs> well, we've all said that's going to be another tough conversation. All right, man of the match. James, have you got anybody who stood out for you today, if anyone? Oh, yeah, this is hard, isn't it? Um, Andy's got an idea. Go on, Huggins. Oh God! <laughs> Should have known. Should have known something like that was coming. Oh, I don't know. Should we just revert to Dallas in this sort of situation? To be fair, Dallas didn't really do anything wrong. We signed him as a right winger, and today we found out why he's not a right winger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Andy you have been far too brutal they weren't I mean we didn't create well really anything and we didn't have a great day but you really ate losing don't you it was a bad day at the office wasn't it horrible loser the worst loser Dallas has done nothing wrong Dallas has been great and he's my player of the season by an absolute distance it just infuriates me that we can put on massive performances against great uh, what bracket? What they called inverted commas? Great sides, and you play against guff is the word you got to use. Absolute guff, <laughs> and this happens. Uh, James said to me that if Brighton had done their XG, they'd be fourth in the table, which is what they do. But why are we making them look like flipping Brazil? What a lot of shite! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to probably say Stuart Dallas again for having to play in different roles and doing all right he, he didn't make any yeah he didn't make huge contributions but he did enough it's hard today it is hard Ailing did all right 
I think Lorente and Strike did okay until Strike's mix up with with Melier. I felt Click didn't get he didn't get to put his imprint on the game today at all. Pervada tried, didn't do much. Jack Harrison had a full game. I tell you what, I've remembered who I'm giving it to. Cock. Do you know why? Just because of, he's done 90 minutes and when you're coming back, um, he hasn't done anything wrong, which sounds like you're really clutching at straws from the man of match. But coming back, put, I've done this for Lorente in the past. Well, Come back, that, do your 90 minutes and uh, gain a bit of momentum for moving forwards. And it's not just that. It's that everyone, even pundits are going, oh yeah, well, it's Phillips is this and that and Phillips is the best player that we've got probably at the minute by some some distance. But Cock is genuinely world-class, isn't he? Cock? Yeah. He's brilliant, yeah. So just to clarify, you love Cock, yeah? Do you? Who doesn't? Do you know that stint when he wasn't in the team, we didn't get any of Andy's awful Cock puns? Yeah, I thought the Cock puns were dead, to be honest, but apparently not. Uh, have you met Andy? <laughs> so, seven days to go until we play Spurs. What is your word running in the running? Well, either to a word to forget today or a word to look forward to the next match against Tottenham. Done. This is it now. We word it first half was Europe, thinking Spurs game was massive. We've got a massive European adventure going in that new crappy European league they've created and now there's nothing going on for the tape Paul was shaking his head throughout that he's a negative Nancy what's up with you <laughs> I don't know I just thought we we're on a episode of Line of Duty because uh, for the tape the defendant is shaking his head <laughs> Mary Joseph donkey and all them <laughs> bastards Jesus Mary and Joseph and the wee donkey well, at least we can laugh at the end of that what's your word Peacock. hey Why are our podcasts better when we lose? They're not. It's not been better. You've just rambled and we've tried to get a couple of words in. <laughs> it's true. And no one's going to listen because we lost. What's your word? Um, over. Glad it's over, to be honest. It was a pretty dire game, wasn't it? I enjoyed, like I say, I enjoyed the Man U game because there was battles on the pitch. And, yeah, there was actually something to get behind today. It was really hard to get behind any of that because it was just so poor, wasn't it? So I'm glad it's over, to be honest. But looking forward to Spurs. Really wish we were there. You know, it's one of those games that we would have really looked forward to. But why are you looking forward to Spurs? It's not to play for. Because it's another game of us playing football and you hope that our fortune and our performance will turn around for the next one. So it's fine to look forward to that. I'm looking forward to that because I want to put that behind us. But that was so, so bad. Exactly. So let's just forget about it. We'll still be uh, following Leeds tomorrow, so whatevs. Stinker. That was a stinker. But as you said, over and on to the next one. And we will speak to you next week after the Tottenham podcast, where hopefully we'll be able to bring you a little bit more positivity. Have a good week. Podcast Network.